Well, it just feels appropriate to talk to my mom on a podcast about deer. It didn't feel right to do it by myself, Mom. Okay, I'll do it with you. (laughs) I'm so glad you're in Maui. Are you having a good time? I'm loving being in Maui. We have rain and wind. Oh my gosh. Wow. (laughs) Birds, rain, wind, nature sounds. Hopefully it's peaceful and not stressful. Not not stressful to me. (laughs) (laughs) Nor I. Uh, Favorite part about Maui so far? You. Emily. (laughs) Yay. Well, all my listeners, welcome to Meathead Hippie Podcast. We have gone over, no, we've done Impala and Rattlesnake so far in this podcast. And then I needed to go refill my creative reserves, (laughs) reservoirs, what's the reserves? Either one works. Yeah. And really get into a space that was going to be so good because deer is all about holding space. And it felt so important for me to make sure that I really do deer's justice because a deer that knows they're a deer and takes care of themselves like a deer is a very well balanced deer in so many aspects because this is the energy pulled on the most and also the energy that needs probably the most protection and awareness all of them do but you know that's the whole point of this whole thing but really understanding how as a deer to navigate boundaries and um in general self-care and self-love and how to hold what's yours and not hold what's not yours all of those pieces kind of come into this deer energy so i'm really excited to dive into the world of the deer and i just feel so grateful to do it with my mom So can I ask you some questions about deer? Oh my gosh, yes. Because I'm very curious. Please. Um, And I personally don't, uh, you know, I have a little bit of deer, but um, that is not my main one. So I'm asking asking not as a deer, but as somebody who loved deer. And you're mostly impala rattlesnake. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So uh, describe a typical deer. Uh, Okay, so the deers in my life and deers this is always so beautiful because there's just more and more layers of what's discovered from this and for a typical deer they are always prepared (laughs) (laughs) they always have what they need but they mostly have what other people need and that is totally their love language and the thing about a deer from my awareness so far is that they are doing everything with love and for people, but without expectation. There really is no expectation on the other end of them being prepared or them holding space or them doing what you know they love. They just do it because it's who they are. So a deer tends to be the mother or the father figure or the nurturer, somebody that holds space for people, um, but also just kind of takes care of small things big things in their own life and in other people's lives they're the caretaker that's good you kind of answered my second question it's how does how does a deer give to the world which Uh, you've kind of already answered so if you have more to say about that but yeah do you have more to say about that well i love it because when you with the bird quiz and it's this idea of we are some big common themes right i'm a common theme of beluga impala that's so this like Emily in my best state, Beluga Impala, you Impala Rattlesnake, 
Um, some people have one, most people have two that are kind of this higher imbalance. But there's also this way of using this quiz to say when I'm out of balance, what do I need most? And I think that what's really beautiful is that deer is so needed for everyone. Like <laughs> Impala really needs deer because Impalas really need the grounding. So the first question or the first answer to that is that deers ground people, you know, and what's so cool is that there's the medicine of deer and all the things we'll talk about going through this uh, big publication that you get when you take the quiz of just learning and reading all these medicines, movement, macros, micros, mobility, all of that. But we also forget that you don't necessarily have to do anything to have deer medicine, whether it's for yourself or for other people. Sometimes the person is just that for you. So I've recognized the people in my life who are dear, even just being with them without them doing anything ground me as an Impala. Yeah. So they really like kind of anchor people down in ways that are so important for them to realize because if they realize that that's their gift, there's less pressure of the do, you know, like I gotta mm -hmm. do this, I gotta do just this. I gotta, mm -hmm. You just literally can be as a deer. So, mm -hmm. and I also love it too because deer has that grounding, earthing, full um, kind of root meets heart chakra energy, right? It's coming from a heart place and pulling people into their center. But I also love that it's in two different forms of a deer it would be masculine and feminine. So, like, kind of an elk would be more of this masculine energy and fatherly and nurturing male or female that could be the case or a little bit more of the feminine deer so there's even more layers to that kind of protection and some people you know think of cooking dinner as the way that they take care of people but that might not be the case for a deer it might be going to work and you know paying bills or checking the box on certain things in a more masculine way mm -hmm. that so there's a little bit more flexibility with the deer of how they hold space or how they take care of people but once they've realized that even just them being them around people hold space that's just so important for a deer to know like I want all deers to know that <laughs> because <laughs> they are doing that for people without them even being aware right which is and so without beautiful. effort in the sense of they're just who they are if so if they're fully expressing who they are they're already helpful right and, and that's why it's like, oh my gosh, like what a gift that they are. And the thing with a deer, so when in balance, each animal has its words. And I try to really lean on these words in a way that help kind of understand for people who are close in those numbers. Sometimes they're a little of all in this quiz. You know, you might be an even split. So it's like, okay, how do I know what space I'm in? And then what do I need? So a deer feeling really grounded, if you're a deer, if you're you know around a deer, very safe, very stable, and very boundaried. That's the key kind of words of a deer. So it's really rooted and really protected and feeling very confident in that space. Like one of the beautiful, I actually was on the phone call with you once when I was hiking in Colorado and one of the flower essences I talk about in this publication for a deer is called Pasque flower, P-A-S-Q-U-E flower. And it is a flower that, as I was on the phone with you in 
Copper, Colorado. Do you remember this? Keep going. I'll I was walking on this hill, and I knew I had just ordered this flower essence and was taking it, but I don't even think I had it with me. And all of a sudden, I see all the past flowers up on the meadow, and it was like just covering the whole hill. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the past flower. This is the flower essence I just ordered in a bottle. This is it in real life." And when you watch it, it the way it seeds is it has to open up. And so when it opens up, it's also known as a windflower because the wind's how it gets mm-hmm. pollinated. So mm-hmm. the wind takes the seeds. So there's this amazing thing that happens with a deer where they feel safe in a meadow without protection. Instead of seeing a deer in the middle of a meadow terrified of being attacked, a deer tends to have that confidence of when to open up and be in a meadow mm-hmm. and trust its instincts when it needs to go get protection in the forest. So there's this like really beautiful vulnerability that happens that doesn't feel hard if you're in a stable place as a deer. You're able to open up when you need to, but because you have that boundary, you trust yourself when you need to retreat and not feel you know quite as open. Um, so what happens when there's a shadow side of each animal with the deer, that's when it feels really vulnerable to the state of uh, almost insecurity. Like this, this is wrong or I'm not in the right place or I feel really unstable and I feel kind of heavy because there's so much being put, you know, whether it's I'm not giving and receiving in equal amounts or I'm giving too much of myself away. Or jittery. What, jittery. Like a deer in, feeling yeah. in danger feels jittery. Frantic, like a little mm-hmm. bit like paranoia, you know. And so not to say that that's always the case, but to learn that about yourself and then, you know, use some of these herbs and um, micros that we will talk about, like that can be a really beautiful way, a pasque flower or windflower, one flower essence, the other one being yarrow to help you feel like you can open up because that's when your goodness spreads. But you need you need to know the boundaries and the containers, when to open up and when to not be open, right? We can't be open all the time. So it's learning, now I am opening, here's, you know, I'm prepared for that, I feel safe in that, and now I retreat and not living in this kind of in-between where you're neither open or closed, you're like just kind of like, unstable, insecure, and not sure where to go. Mm-hmm. So that's helpful for me to think of for that deer energy to help remember as a deer, if you are a deer, your gifts are are just you being you and being open when you're open and boundary when you're boundaried. And that's important for the people around you to have as well from you. That's good. That sort of like leads to the another question of how does a deer... What does a deer need to stay healthy? Oh, yeah. Okay, so a deer needs a beluga to move what is being felt. So when we look at what a deer goes to out of balance, it's more of this beluga energy, Mm -hmm. which is we have a lot of literal things as a deer, like um, taking care of things, practical things, holding space. Even the workouts are kind of separate. So one of the things with the movement of a deer that's really important, and we dug into this in a big podcast, a few podcasts back if Mm -hmm. you want more details, but it's got um, the most emphasis of separation of strength and cardio. So if a deer is going through a lot of high intensity interval trainings and, you know, cross training workouts and really 
mixing and matching strength and cardio, it tends to burn them out or they just don't do well with it. Maybe it doesn't feel good or it's not fun. Lots of ways that this could resonate for a deer, but the more that somebody separates strength and cardio, and kind of the same way of open field forest mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> strength, cardio, the mm -hmm. more it can have this kind of balance in it. Mm. Um, but what's really also amazing is that that means that a deer has kind of more of a practical plan, right? There's a little bit more lines in any of the bird types. Deer has a little bit more of a linear path that stability, practicality, routine, really important to kind of feel stable and feel when to be open, when to be closed. So when a deer feels heavy or insecure or feeling like it's not really like whatever is happening with the deer is not working, going to beluga and helping them feel more mm -hmm. is really important because it's like I can't, I'm in my head of not being able to quite define why I feel heavy and um, it's this excitement of a beluga or kind of the expansiveness of a beluga, the water energy that helps the earth not feel so heavy. So like earth signs in general, if we're, if we're there too long, it just feels heavy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you're like your feet mm -hmm. are stuck in mud. You need the water. Need the water. So the beluga energy is really beautiful to pull in. And that's uh, things like, you know, even just being around a beluga. So as a deer, like who's the belugas in your life? Mm -hmm. And I love that because I have a lot of deer in my life and it makes me feel, oh my gosh, this is the give and receive of people being in each other's lives for a reason, right? Right. Like I need them as much as they need me mm -hmm. as a beluga. So when I think about what deers in my life, what they need, they, they totally need joy. They need big ideas, expression, expression even the, you know, getting them to learn about astrology or astronomy or Reiki or feelings of energy that aren't necessarily X plus Y, just getting curious about that is always helpful to kind of get somebody who feels heavy or in a deer situation feels like, oh my God, I feel so earthed. It's like, well, let's use beluga energy and let's go out to the universe. Like, mm -hmm. let's go into that big crown chakra expansive space. And so... I did. A, I have a little writ, written piece of that. That's here, because a deer is holding so much space, it can forget to experience joy and play. Beluga medicine brings such joy and light to a deer, reminding them to not be too heavy in their feet and to find the joy in the healing, and find joy in the process. So just really making sure that it's like, okay, I feel heavy and hard, or, or things are heavy, things are hard. Bringing in that kind of fun beluga water support is totally what would be helpful for a deer and the daily medicine i have is a deer simply needs to find its heart space daily with so much love to give the most effective medicine is to make sure that every morning gratitude love and hope is felt before the world starts needing all that you are and what i notice the most about this is like it's not just you know of course gratitude for anything is really helpful and you have always been such a, remember our gratitude mm -hmm. journal or yeah. we would just, <laughs> what are we thankful for? Yeah. Like <laughs> numbers and numbers. You have notebooks and notebooks. Yeah. And, do you remember what number you got to? Um, it was in the hundreds and yeah. yeah, it was always fun to read. I repeated myself. I discovered, but it didn't matter. <laughs> double, double gratefuls. Like birds. Birds are on there numerous times. Oh, of course they are. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it's interesting because it's like, okay, feel love, feel gratitude, feel hope. Like, what does that even mean? But I think for a deer, what it means most is self-love. It's really appreciation for who you are without you doing anything, not because of what you do. Just like, how do I love myself before I start this day? Because inevitably you will be taken from as a deer unless you have boundaries. And sometimes that's your love language. You want to be taken from, you Mm -hmm. want to give. Mm -hmm. So if you know that whether it's your job or your occupation or the, you know, things that you're surrounded by or people you're surrounded with, it's knowing, okay, that's who I am. That's just my tendency is to overgive or to, you know, kind of always be there. So then I have to every single morning make sure I'm there for myself. And this is how I do that. And yeah. so a routine is so important. I like that. It's like love, love yourself first, then give versus give so you can love yourself. Yes. Like you're worthy of love. You start with the worthiness. Yes. Yeah. And good. with the heart and the root chakra, you know, really combining those two, um, Gretchen has this magnet on her fridge and we both just think this is perfect for a deer. It's rooted in love. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, we're rooted, but it's with full unconditional love, not anything else, but because life is amazing, you know, not because I owe anybody anything or someone owes me something. So it kind of goes back to the expectation and how deer naturally has that lack of expectation. They just are. And that's just what makes them so beautiful because we all need that lesson. I know that's something that I always have worked through is like do things without expectation, create things without expectation. Mm -hmm. It's just hard to do. It's hard to retrain, but it's the most important thing to do. So as a per, so as somebody who loves people who are dear, how can I support them? I think, oh God, such a good question. I love that our love language is questions. (laughs) (laughs) But um, supporting a deer is being, you know, they're not going to really ask for help that often, right? They're not used to being. Yeah, because they're the givers. Yes. So the best support you can give a deer is helping them receive without them really knowing it, (laughs) you know, like. Well, first, can't can you appreciate? Like, can you receive from them gratefully? Yeah, yeah. Oh, making sure they really know how grateful you are for yeah. what they're giving. Yeah, yeah that's a, yeah. Because even a compliment or a acceptance of a gift mm-hmm. is an exchange. Yeah, you know, being able to say thank you. Yeah, like I oh really my gosh, this really this. made a difference to me right. today. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, I was curious. I think a lot of deer might be, if you look at the Enneagram, that's like the helpers, the twos, mm-hmm. that there's a lot of similarities, not always, but that does cross over. So thinking of, wow, okay, what does uh, someone that's always giving themselves need, sometimes just making sure you share your appreciation mm-hmm. is totally good. But then also what I love, and one of the questions in the quiz is, how do you show love for others? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of this idea of knowing right where you're needed. And so because deer are always that person, knowing right where they're needed and what is needed from who, because they just have intuition of it or because they know you so well or just because that's who they are, it is making sure you just try to figure out what it is that 
would help them in some way. So the deer in my life, I'm like, okay, I know that they might not receive the typical like, hey, how can I help you? What can I uh-huh. do for you? They won't have an answer. But if I want to be there for them, I can figure that answer out for them, you know, and like what would be really helpful for them, what would feel easy for them to receive. And that could be just being aware of the issues they're going through or situation that they're going through, asking them questions about it, holding space for them in some way, um, making it easier for them to receive help because you're just curious, not because you have any strings attached. Mm-hmm. Just being like, hey, how's that going? Or how does that feel? Or yeah, maybe that's the beluga in me always being like asking how it feels. Like I want to know <laughs> how people feel. Like, but how does it make you feel? It's like, well, okay, we have X and Y and Z. Like let's, <laughs> yeah. And maybe it is the gift of giving them joy, like giving, getting them out of their yeah, head. Yeah, I think, yeah. That's true. Be it fully expressing who you are, whether it's beluga, rattlesnake, or Paula. Yeah. Balance them. Totally. Mm-hmm. The affirmation I have for a deer, I love myself first so I can be unlimited in my love for others. Because that, again, goes back to that give and receive. Just knowing we can always be there for other people, but if we feel burnout, if we feel tired, if we have... You know, a big one for deer is a resentment that maybe they don't even realize. Like, you're holding so much, and eventually that's going to, unless it's equitable, there's some sort of, you know, so being honest about some of the stuff that you do give. Like, does it feel draining? If it feels draining, then we got to change that. That's mm-hmm. not good for either party. Mm-hmm. But if it feels energizing and it does feel like your love language, then keep doing it, you know. But be honest about the things that you're doing and giving that could be more, um, you know, just things that eventually might turn into a conversation of depletion or exhaustion or resentment that we hold. And we're not sure where it comes from. And it's like, where did this come from? Well, years of us giving things without us... <laughs> being taken care of in return or communicating that it's maybe not our favorite thing to do but we do it out of love and you know that's a beautiful thing but um, did you say what movement was best for deer to replenish yeah I did I'll read it first um, I call it separate but equal oh that mm-hmm. yeah so if a deer is in your results you must find a routine that gives you structure and balance The best movement routine is one that separates strength from cardio, giving yourself two to three days of a strength and two to three days of a cardio, which is so important because cardio should be nature always Mm -hmm. in every context of bird, but really for deer, forest, nature, pine, smelling trees, getting into just like total Artemis territory of like, ugh, like, my gosh, it's just like the best thing. Even mm-hmm. oh, I mean, a walk will help, but really getting into nature in a big way for a deer. So cardio, taking it outside and just doing it outside will be so helpful. Um, but the reason for that, if we combine strength and cardio too much, a deer might push a little too hard and far, making movement its only form of stress relief. 
which in turn only adds to the stress. So I see this a lot of like a deer that's a caretaker, always giving. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, my workout is my medicine, but then we overdo it in the, in the medicine and working out knowing it can be such a beautiful stress relief and all the things it does for our brain and chemistry, but it also is a stressor. It, you know, that's mm-hmm. how we have adaptation and we, right. you know, so there's a fine line of, and for me, separating the strength and cardio kind of gets us into the bodybuilding hypertrophy, really truly building lean muscle mass in that bodybuilding style. So that's like the ass and abs, arms and abs programs we have, the build program, the build circuit, prep and pro, but then the cardio going straight to Mm-hmm. Nature. Especially in nature. Yeah. Trails, hill running. Even, you know, even if you can't go outside, just like any sort of getting your heart rate up and feeling good, but not doing it in a way that's always combining strength and cardio. Because what about um, like creative expression? Mm. Um, for, for example, like the ukulele and the drumming and the dancing, what kind of a what can a deer do to creatively express themselves? Mm, that's such a good question. I think riding tends to be a really good place for a deer. I think anybody does well with naturally riding, but a deer in more of like a narrative format, kind of a real, not journaling processing, mm-hmm. but I have noticed. Telling stories? Yeah, so in our membership, we have like this beautiful way of, here's you know all these fun ways of blue and pal rattlesnake deer and when i am talking to the people who are helping pull this all together this beautiful group of humans the deers are the ones writing the beautiful blogs <laughs> it's like oh my gosh that's so interesting mm-hmm. so their creative expression is um writing in a form that feels kind of true to them i can't quite tell if impala is more like poetry and short and sweet and narrative is more deer. Yeah, that makes sense to me yeah. as more of an impala. So that's one observation. And then another observation I have had, and that's maybe more of their medicine or experience of what helps, but just in general, really beautiful music. So sounds of nature, mm, the hand- That's what they can do if they can't get outside. Yes, <laughs> yeah, so the forest walk conversations we now have like mm-hmm. we just did a blog on platformdaily.com about forest therapy with Madison mm-hmm. um, sounds of nature and then we have the hand pan that beautiful oh sure mm-hmm. yeah that beautiful the different tones instrument. that come out mm-hmm. yeah so Dave who is a coach at platform strength he started doing hand pan so he started doing clips hand pan music weekly for bird the membership just because it's like beautiful nature sounds you know, what can just feel not heavy. And mm-hmm. I think it goes back to the beluga medicine is what a deer needs to keep hearing and and being a part of. Um, but what they, how they can give, this kind of goes into more of like how they express probably is what they give. I It's rattlesnake medicine. So combining the heart of a deer and the throat of a rattlesnake one creates a wave of empathy, vulnerability, and healing that is so effective, it can be life-changing. Create, create space for self, and you will inevitably create space for others. So I think it kind of comes back to um, 
rattlesnake using voice like if you are really trying to express yourself as a deer just speak your truth really speak it and just say it and that could be you know just being more vocal in your conversations Mm -hmm. and sharing your thoughts because who you are is a lot to offer just as is and I think a lot of people mute themselves like they're used to doing the things and taking care of people but maybe not verbalizing themselves as much Mm -hmm. so expression of like true like rat like use your words like people want to hear it you know Mm -hmm. and if you're from that heart space there needs to be more vocal deer (laughs) like that having but that sounds like it'll take a deer to a little bit out of their comfort zone just a little bit oh for sure but that's what i love to do (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's the whole point of this right it's to make sure there's like okay like what's the edge of it so that right you know just outside of my comfort zone i find true life yep and we think of what is needed needed the most in the world. It's people holding space for others, right? We have we live in a very digital, fast world, and so it makes sense that deer medicine is so needed. It makes sense why they feel a little bit drained and depleted, or feeling very, you know, ungrounded if they do feel out of balance. But also just how much it's how easy it is for a deer to feel really good and then feel feel not so good Mm -hmm. feel really good and not so good so to find balance in a deer you know it's like okay well here's all these i'm going to change the way i work out strength and cardio separate see how that feels mobility focusing a lot on upper neck stretches and release because even when somebody says i have like something in my neck or i'm holding something here or some even headaches Mm -hmm. migraines it's because you're holding energetically the weight of the world. Right. You know, so it's like, okay, what can we do mobility wise to like get that off? But you can do all the stretches you want if it's an energetic thing too. It's awareness of why are we holding it? And I think even in this area, if you think about it, it's your throat too. That's your, you know, so are we not saying as much as we probably could? In if, if we're coming from a heart space and from a good space, we can speak that more. And so maybe that is the challenge for mm-hmm. deer to, to verbalize more all that they are going through and all that they're holding to the people that love them and right. feeling safe in that space. It's good. <laughs> the macros, so um, the perfect balance. So if you, we had talked about this, but each animal, you know, a beluga eats in real life, so not me as a beluga, but some days, 60 pounds of food a day on average, <laughs> sucking the food whole, you yep. know, and just swallowing it whole, which is why a beluga, one, needs to fuel, needs to move, mm-hmm. and needs sometimes digestive support to make sure that right. it's breaking down food. Big eaters. Yeah. Impala. Yeah, totally. Which is good. Impala, a mix and match of some fasting, some fueling, never too much of too many. Mm-hmm. Um, a rattlesnake. The, the energy that does best with fasting as long as it feels good with who they are and their history with fasting and food. A deer, if you look at a deer, always dusk and dawn. So really big emphasis on morning routines and night routines. And that goes for breakfast and dinner. That goes for even gratitude meditation practices. If you can kind of make space you know you know your day's going to get filled up but if you have the five to ten minutes in the morning and five to ten minutes at night 
and that also goes with breakfast and dinner. It kind of allows flexibility for like maybe the shit show of the day in the in the <laughs> in between. Um, but making sure that you always have breakfast and dinner gives you fuel, nurturing, and like the emphasis of food is here to love you and you can enjoy it, you know? So no matter what your macros are, your pressure of your, what, you know, all the things that we put ourselves through when it comes to nutrition and food, some weird pressure of being perfect or whether it's just in general feeling like we don't have control of it. The routine is so important for a deer. So giving yourself a nutrient dense breakfast and nutrient dense dinner helps prevent the cycle maybe the next day or the next day or the next day of the inconsistency or the snacking or the mm-hmm. nutrient depletion that we might not be aware of because we missed a full good fatty protein carb balance mm-hmm. in a breakfast or dinner mm-hmm. so those two are really important and then it gives you flexibility for not being so hard on yourself of lunch being a little off or missing something or I just think of a lot of doctors and nurses mm-hmm. most likely are all deer <laughs> like a high percentage of them being yeah. deer being able to just completely be in, in teachers probably a lot of teachers uh, so yeah just taking care of yourself in those two places yeah that's um, good that's good advice yeah it's kind of like let's balance blood sugar let's get some nutrients because we don't know what's going to come after us or come at us with the people or what we do and then it really does help with, if you think of hangriness and kind of the patterns of what inconsistent eating patterns do for a deer, it just increases likelihood of anxiety, moodiness, yeah. depletion. You know, it's like you have, you're already getting, like, how are we using food and meditation and movement to self-love, mm-hmm. as self-love? So mm-hmm. seeing it from that perspective versus seeing it as a means to change something right is really important right that's good um my supplement support for sure this is the number one it's trimag for a deer if they can focus in the on, evenings yep if you can focus on rest and recovery mm-hmm. really truly whatever whatever your routine is if sleep mm-hmm. stress rest recover are just in your focus and your vision to emphasize for yourself. One, sleep being the biggest thing, you know, nobody's involved. (laughs) You can finally (laughs) check out, you know, so giving yourself that time and whether that's eight hours or as close to eight hours as you can, but try mag making sure that the sleep you get is deep and restorative and you get to the REM cycle and you start remembering your dreams and building up resilience because you're taking care of cells mm-hmm. nothing's more important than that for all of us but all you need is love uh and then herbs for sure the pasc flower um so for open we're feeling vulnerable maybe we're using our voice more giving rattlesnake energy you know we're speaking that's where all those fears come through that's why it's a, out of our comfort zone is Mm because we're speaking up more and then it's Mm -hmm. like wait how did how was that received is am i safe to say that does Mm -hmm. that feel okay and then just this awful feeling of like living in this middle of like ah so past flower was really helpful for that for me and still is something i use windflower is another word but yarrow 
is my favorite, and you can get this from Herb Farm, mm -hmm. that tincture to help provide protection and boundaries when drained or overwhelmed. It sounds perfect for a deer. Yeah, it is. It's just like, and what's really so beautiful is like, you know, knowing that I, as a deer, if I am a deer, I have this backup plan of knowing that this herb can support me and hold boundary for me when I'm not able to do it for myself. <laughs> I have more confidence going into situations, whether that's speaking or teaching or hosting. It's like sometimes we can't get that to that space, you know, but depending on where we're at, our life situation and herbs do that for us, right? We can pull them in and have that support in a really beautiful way. So yarrow is like kind of life-changing for people, mm -hmm. for deer specifically, mm -hmm. especially if you're holding things that aren't yours, if you're really empathic, you're like, what is mine? What is yours? I'm working with people a lot and all of a sudden I'm like so drained and stressed. It's like the yarrow, I kind of set the intention of like between me and anybody, I'm not gonna dilute what I do. I'm not changing who I am for this person, but I myself have a, protection I feel protected and mm -hmm. it's um Achillea nephilioma I can't remember the second part but Achillea Achilles mm -hmm. so if we think of our Achilles heel mm -hmm. and when that's gone who knows right. we can, what can we do so to give ourselves almost thinking of Yarrow giving ourselves the Achilles heel in the positive way of like we can now function we can step confidently and we have that confidence for the things that sometimes take our energy that we just have to do mm -hmm. in our life. Right. I have a few more with a lot of herb options in this publication <laughs> for deer. More, more herbs than any of the other animals um, because it's root, rooting mm -hmm. and it's heart. So those are the two biggest, I mean, gosh, the more all of us have deer energy, the more rooted and heart-centered we are. So lots of ways in this to to get there like hawthorn berry we did that one um that's a really beautiful heart you know especially if you feel like your heart has been hurt or you're having a hard time opening up it kind of helps in that sense but then also grounding sometimes just ginger mm -hmm. getting rooted seeing like that ginger root in the ground and how it just like has so has so much life. It's insanity. It's so spicy and it's I love ginger. Right, I do too. It's really grounding. Mm -hmm. So, lots of little ones like that in here, and then you know, go to the forest. <laughs> That's the Mother Earth cue. Smell the pine trees. Run free. Be wild. Um, and then it's really beautiful with the moon phases. Just like beluga, if you you know are like okay, heavy earth. The best days for a deer are the water moons. And so Scorpio and Cancer and Pisces are just like such good days to get re-nurtured, refilled. Mm -hmm. I was just imagining a deer at a, at a creek or mm -hmm. a stream. Yeah. Replenishing. Yeah. Hmm. And then the best forms of meditation, each one of them have a different one. You know, that's why I love this is like meditations are hard to access, especially for me. I'm like, this doesn't make sense <laughs> at all. But then when I know what is going to be effective for a deer it is 
so leaning into guided meditations. Like that's really helpful for a deer. So some people hate them. Some people mm-hmm. don't know. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, but I've always found a deer does really well with a guided meditation or group meditations. Mm-hmm. And so group classes, live classes, mm-hmm. if you have deer at all, like get yourself to show up <laughs> to a group event. Yeah. Be surrounded by people. You don't see a deer by itself very often. You know, you're really surrounded. You're in a community mm-hmm. and that's important for you. And if you don't have that, you're gonna feel a little more isolated. So it's like, okay, where are my people? What are the things that I do to have just people around me, you know, energy around me, not that I'm holding space for them, but just so I'm being nurtured. And uh, yeah, walks with phone on airplane mode are (laughs) really good, or leaving your phone. That's another one for rattlesnake too, but like beautiful music, you know, in general, can also be really great. Lots of like Garth Stevenson. We have a deer we met in Maui, James, mm-hmm. who took us up to <laughs> Haleakala, and we saw Jupiter and Saturn, and it was insane. Yeah, and oh. it made him so happy to watch us be so happy. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And he's full deer, you know, like 45% deer. Yeah. And, it, you know, it was so fun because I had, I knew about music being so important for a deer, like just beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it was, it's, and so I have a deer playlist and it's all like Gar Stevenson and cello and violin and piano. And we get in James's car to go up to Haleakala and guess what his favorite music <laughs> is? <laughs> it's, it's that type of music. Yeah. We listen to it on the way up. Yeah. So I, I use those in meditations too, in a way that is just like, oh, this sounds so beautiful. And that's very important for a deer. The best kind of adventure is a day spent hiking, smelling the pine trees, being one with freedom of the outdoors, but also a good friend and great conversation. You know, again, connection is important Mm -hmm. for a deer. That's all deer loves is friendship and love. Um, But small groups, and if you're an entrepreneur and you're a deer, you are holding space for individuals or small groups. You should be doing that, you know, like really knowing that you hold space for people. And that's what's really cool about this whole thing is like me as just a human, but me as a business owner, or a, mm-hmm. you know, whoever my title is as an entrepreneur, it's like, okay, cool. If I'm a beluga, it gets a little confusing if you don't have visuals, but if I'm a beluga out of balance, you know, I need rattlesnake. If I'm a beluga, giving energy I give uh, deer mm-hmm. that's my deer and so I show up for people holding space I want to put people in a room together and I want to make sure that they feel connected and seen and heard and that's all deer mm-hmm. you know and so that's really cool about a deer energy is their, their ability to help people yeah just feel loved and feel seen mm-hmm. and it's it's really important because that comes from you feeling loved and seen you feeling grounded and in that space then it just becomes more and more expansive when both parts are being worked on Mm -hmm. (laughs) any other questions i think you've answered them all okay let me finish with this protector lover mother father friend deer holds time and space for all around The beauty of the deer is that they see the goodness and light in everyone around them, 
brave, protective, strong, and all heart, the deer's biggest lesson lies in boundaries so that they save some of themselves for them. It's <laughs> good. Yay. Thank you, dear, Yay. for all, the, all your love and nurturing yes. for all of us. Thank you to all my dears in my life. I know. You are loved and seen and heard. And I hope this is helpful. Make sure you take the quiz. Go to platformdaily.com. You can see daily updates for all things movement, macros, micros, mobility, meditations. It's our new free feed for all things platform. It's also where you can take the birds quiz. It's the third thing down if you scroll. And then if you want to join as a member, hit the E in the top right corner. And you can learn about our membership, which gets you access to all our programming at Platform Strength. We have seven programs. We're adding a few more. And then it also gives you daily bird updates on our bird membership, which include meditations for deer, beluga, impala, rattlesnake, and a bunch of medicine. This week we have ukulele lessons, another beluga, sound meditation, and hopefully dance. And there's some, there's some good questions, too. Oh, yeah, writing prompts. Yes, those yeah. are good. Those are so fun, mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you for listening to me, Ed Hippie. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> love you. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs>